Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom. Like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, Right. For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. Real spoilers powered by ReviewSTL.com. Warning, the following film discussion will ruin the ending of any movie you haven't seen. Example... Bruce Willis is dead at the end of The Sixth Sense. See how I ruined it for you? Just like that. Here are a few more. Silent Breed is people! I am the father. Get it? Real spoilers. You've been warned. Broadcasting from the lush but not lavish studios located in the basement of the O'Keefe Institute for Advanced Film Snarkitude, this is Real Spoilers, episode 482, Rocket Man. The second biopic, uh, the music biopic, I guess of the year. The s- well, of not well, it's last year's. That was movie. last year's. Was but it really? Yeah, yeah, it already won an Oscar. Well, won, oh yeah, that's right. Man, yeah. I just, like honestly, they just run together at this point. <laughs> that, like the older you get, the worse <laughs> it gets, man. I don't know how to break it to you, but great. It's, that's not gonna get better. <laughs> Good, wonderful. Yeah. So. Massive uh, brain injuries also don't help. Yes. Yeah. So uh, let's go around the table and everybody can introduce themselves. This is Joe. This is Kevin. And this is Tom. Quick shameless plugs. Don't forget, we're available on Apple Podcasts where you can go there, rate, review, subscribe. Uh, and of course, Facebook, facebook.com slash real spoilers, where you can join the League of Show Shares. Uh, people who were kind enough to join the League this week Ralph Tribble, Zara Vandekreek. Oh, our favorite. Uh, it's it's our new favorite name. Yes. She does sound like she would be on like. Falcon's Crest. Yeah, that's a good one too. Yeah, uh, Griffin Fox Smith, Susan Carlson, Jason Weesey, Lane Levanway, uh, Travis Tewitt, Brent Smith, Laura Conley Quiddick, Julian Jordan, Troy Anspaw, Chris Sanders, Tom Kamiski, Tammy Sherman Powers, Ron Johnson, Gabriel Lugo, Aaron Marlowe, Timmy Tuzunes, Chris Magic Man, and Ron Johnson. So thank you so much for sharing. Ron the show. Johnson was a duplicate too. Was he? God damn it! Yep. Let me tell I did this. So I got up. Super early. I've been up since like four o'clock oh, wow. because uh, my my son uh, went to Europe on a school trip, oh. and so we had to have him at the airport at five ten. So, oh, that was bed. this morning. I saw those pictures. I didn't realize they were from this morning. I didn't yes. realize that either. I yes. thought they were from yeah. yesterday. Yeah, no, that okay. was from this morning. <laughs> oh wow. So, um. So yeah. Where, so I guess you don't. Well, what? he's going to Europe. We'll just. He's say going that. to Europe. Yeah. I don't think anybody. Euro going. trip. Oh man. Yeah. Let's do it. I love that movie. He's going so to much. Italy so we- and France, and I actually at uh, France I paid extra so he could see a lady's underpants. Dang it! Yeah. Dang it! Stole my joke. <laughs> uh, it's weird. Like that one Euro trip and sex drive are just. Are, I'm just old enough where I was like, nah. Oh, like oh, so, Euro trip is so, so like it, for me funny. it was like road trip. American. Yeah, pie. see, I would take Euro trip over road trip. Oh no, day. road trip's way funnier. I've never seen any of them. Yeah, I mean, road just, trip is good stuff. I saw Sex Drive. 
Yeah. And it was there were parts I liked. That's kind of where I'm at. Wait, like, sex drive is way later, though. Like, a little bit later. Zero Trip was first. I'm almost Oh, Euro Trip is absolutely yeah. first. Yeah. But I, I feel like there was that next wave yeah, of, yeah. like... Yeah, that was before teen... Clark Duke was a thing. Man, he's so good. It yeah. was when they were trying to replicate American Pie. They were. Yeah. that. Well, yeah, it was like American Pie, Road Trip, and then there was a bunch of other... Yeah. Not another teen movie. Like, there was a yeah. bunch of, like, set, rated I R... S- my favorite part of Sex Drive was Seth Green the, as the Amish guy. Like that, that was great. That I was like, that's yeah. I like Sex Drive too. I mean, it's it's not one that like I watch three times a year yeah, or anything like right. that. But when I saw it, I'm like, oh, this is fun. Yeah. Scotty doesn't know. Yeah, it's one of the great, one of the best cameos. Which one is Matt Damon? Well, that's Euro in Euro Trip. Trip. Yeah. Oh yeah, okay. yeah. Okay, I was. Ah, like, you jump around. You jump around quick, man. Yeah. I said Euro Trip. Scotty doesn't. Oh, Scotty doesn't know. Okay. Yeah. So uh, your mind works starring, in mysterious starring ways. Starring Lana Lang. Is the girlfriend, oh. uh, Kristen from Cruck or whatever her name was from oh. Smallville? Oh, okay. Was the, was the girlfriend in that movie? Oh, okay. Yeah. If you say so. The I more do. you know. <laughs> yeah. do, 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 do. Imagine the star floating over your head right now. <laughs> so, uh, yeah. So, uh, what else? Oh, we have a Patreon account, patreon.com slash real spoilers, where if you want to throw in five bucks a month, you'll get some bonus content and our eternal gratitude. Yep, and got, I told got you a couple Batman episodes dropping. Uh, I heard Joe mention it last week, so this week um, I think I'm going to do the Justice League one first, since everyone's seen Batman, <laughs> uh, and then we'll go to our favorite Batman '89. That is my favorite Batman movie. It's great. Yeah, awesome. Dark Knight, I guess, is pretty good. <laughs> yeah, it's okay. <laughs> yeah. So uh, there, there's all of that. I guess uh, we'll dig into the movie proper. I could the whole time <laughs> I was watching the movie, all I could think is. Joe is gonna you love got Joe, this. You got Joe to see a musical again. Uh, Joe is didn't going to love that this goddamn movie. movie. Started and I was like, "Those sons of bitches sh- got yeah. me again." We should talk. So this is really interesting. Uh, Tom and I are fans of musicals. Yes. I think most people know that. Yeah. Like in general, Broadway or movie musicals, we both love those. This movie going into it, I wasn't sure what to expect. And you have movies like Mamma Mia. Like I really enjoyed the first one. Right. The music's great, and but you know it's just regular characters busting into song. It's it, a yeah, jukebox it's a, musical. It's a jukebox musical. So yeah. this movie's a biopic but they break into songs i've never seen a biopic a musical like would you first off i'm just curious before we dig in too far did you where did did you end up liking it or no i was fine with it i was curious i i thought it was i so i like elton john right right. i I, I dig his music yeah so and i think taron edgerton was amazing uh, i think out of this world phenomenal whoa whoa whoa. gloves are off yeah (laughs) his i mean i didn't know what to expect yeah he's one of those guys just like him and he sounded great he did so he's saying if 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 rami malik rami malik gets an oscar i agree taron edgerton automatically gets an oscar like it just (laughs) yeah because i mean like did rami malik sing he didn't no no he didn't say like a voiceover guy right Right. rami's performance looks looks like they used a freddie mercury impersonator by the name of mark mattel or martel okay it was actually as mark maron oh Oh, my god sign me up for that (laughs) yeah so i mean okay i really like rami Tommy Malik, I like short, absolutely. I like Short Term Twelve is where I first saw him. Mr. Robot, I do a podcast on it. I really like Rami Malik. Yeah, his performance is a joke compared to this. His like, per- I just here's <laughs> the difference. His performance is an impersonation. impersonation. Yeah. yeah, and and if you ever wonder when you hear people talk about the difference between an impersonation and a performance, this is it. This these two roles side by side are the difference. And and again, 
I'm not trying to take away from what Rami Malek did because he did a what great an Oscar, job, right? Like, yeah, and it looks so cartoony. It's yeah, like it's like someone clearly trying to. I guess pretend that's kind of like, but, it, but his but Freddie Mercury is cartoony, is, right? Like uh, he is like his face is different. You know what I mean? Like I know so they had but, to add prosthetics. But Rami Malek did not disappear into Freddie Mercury. I knowing Rami Malek, I looked yeah. and I'm like, that's Rami Malek. Sure, he looks kind of like him sometimes. They did a good job with hair and whatever. Sure. But I'm like, every time he talked, I, I just saw Rami Malek. In this movie, yeah, I'm like Taron Egerton freaking became Elton John. Yeah, I've never, I mean, he's disappeared. Into it's the funny because as I'm saying, but Freddie Mercury's cartooning. I'm like, oh, and <laughs> oh, Elton John's not right. right. That's like, what I'm yeah, saying. I feel, I feel like they need to do a trifecta, and they need to get that David Bowie movie like in the works, and yeah. just knock these three legends out yeah. and just call it. A I day. honestly don't know enough about his personal life. It didn't. Is is it interesting? I, I would assume he so. doesn't seem like a lot. Like there was a lot of drama around the dude. Uh, but what an interesting guy. He I must have I, had stories that yeah, would, you know. But he like seems he he seems interesting more together, but I like guess. internal. Yeah. You know yeah. he's mean? just an artist if you're just but you know you wonder if there's any I mean did he do any memoirs or writings or anything? Yeah. Didn't he that, run around isn't he involved in that story with who's the who's the gal that got was off off the boat? Oh, I don't think so. The actress that got thrown the, off the boat, the, uh, the, the disappeared off the boat. It was the one where Christopher Walken was. Yeah, there. yeah. What? what oh, uh, Robert Wagner. Robert and Wagner. Natalie Wood. Natalie Wood. I thought yeah, he yeah. was. In, I thought there was a like he's in that story somewhere. Oh, is he? It's Christopher know. Walken's the one. Is that's that what always, it is? Yeah, that was there. But Christopher he, but Walken was there. Christopher. Yeah. It was Chris. Robert Walken. Wagner was having like that was wasn't that wasn't that allegedly? Good lord, let's say that. Yeah. But wasn't he like involved with another dude? And Natalie Wood found out. That might be a rumor. I, I don't know. I don't, I don't know enough about that story okay. to talk about it. But, um, but anyway, I I don't know that much about Bowie's life other than his original name was David Jones. But uh, <laughs> I've never been a Bowie guy. Yeah. Uh, I'm an early. Oh, Bowie if Dan guy. was here. I know he would have fallen knows. right out of his chair. <laughs> he knows that I just yeah. like it. Just I yeah. like it. Kind of like I'm an, I'm an early Elton John guy too. I mean, I've never. I mean, Bohemian Rhapsody. I was very lukewarm on that movie. I never thought it was great. To me, it seemed like a lifetime movie. I did not. I mean, this movie was fantastic, and it was different. I mean, for a biopic musical, I've never seen anything like it. Now, the, the, the what Dexter Fletcher is that his yeah. name? Has who I, also directed Bohemian Rhapsody? Well, which at is the weird. end, yeah. he came in and cleaned it oh. up. But um, and it's interesting how different they are. Yeah. You know what I mean? That he could. You know, but um, this one it was clearly his vision. Right. The other one he had to come in. But I feel like it's like almost just like a technicality. Like Brian Singer directed enough to get the credit for it, but yeah. I still feel like he had a lot of directing. But you're right, he was taking over. Right, there was really yeah. like that one was more. This so this one is more fantastical. I guess is the best yeah, way to describe it, it. He has reinvented the film biopic yeah. genre. Yeah, so, I will also say I don't know that this can be duplicated in that. No. I don't. I don't know that you could apply this to another performer. This type of storytelling. Yeah. Uh, you mean like the just the the, the dreamlike and, quality and the musical numbers? I think they'll try. I think someone else will try because yeah. this was so good. Prince is the only one, or Bowie. Like but, Prince well, or I was Bowie. Say Bowie actually would be the, the yeah. you know with it having rocket ships blast off and stuff. Right. Whatever. You know, he just yeah. spacemen floating around. Yeah. Uh, but. This movie, I, it really worked. It was very, you know, original for that reason. I had never seen that happen in a biopic, and it just felt so believable with the performances. It, it really, it was great. This, uh, I, I, my problem with musicals is like I am immediately like when they break into song, I'm immediately taken out of it. But this one, since it's all basically set in like this dream world, I yeah. was able to accept 
what was happening. And well, like there's the whole scene where he gets, you know, he lifts the the entire, cro- you know, when he's doing yeah. uh, the crocodile rock and the entire crowd comes yeah. off its feet. When, and when it's just like that was in the trailer. Oh, I didn't know that. I hated it. Oh, see, oh, I, really? I don't watch trailers. And, and, and like the trailer ended with that. And it's like based on a true fantasy. And I'm like, this looks like the dumbest movie I've ever seen in my life. <laughs> In context, but it worked. It totally works. Yeah, that and, when they all drop at the same time and keep rocking was so cool. Yeah, yeah. and and even uh, that's one of the first rock songs I remember is, knowing yeah. the words to. And even the the slug line based on a true fantasy. Now that I've seen the movie, I'm like, yes, right. That is an accurate description. And, of and Elton John says, I mean, when in interviews about this movie, he's like, that's how it felt. Like you know, he right. was, he was out there, and then of course with drugs and everything, he's like, I felt like. The things were floating, and you know it's yeah. so so really in, obviously in his mind he was escaping through his imagination and all right. this stuff. Sure. And, um, but it, yeah, and the other thing I want to say is that I think the closest thing that I can think of to this film would be across the universe. It's I, just not I a was, biopic. I was thinking the same thing, which but, is which I also find interesting because I hate that movie really? See, with the intensity uh, of a thousand white hot okay. suns i think that movie is a big steaming I also, turd burger i also hate that movie. and i hated everything about it okay. like like i love that i movie. wished we were recording movies back or recording <laughs> episodes back oh, wow. because like watching that movie i like i was probably like it was probably very funny because i was just i couldn't stop insulting the it's movie a, i mean and it's a jukebox musical that's like why se- that scene where the the, where they carry the Statue of Liberty, right? And I was like, "Please don't, please don't, just please don't, just please don't." <laughs> oh, and they did it, and then and then you know, like she's not heavy. I'm right. like, "Oh my god, really?" That on the nose. That's what we're doing. Like, I legit <laughs> laughed out loud. Like, I was just Aww. like, "That is so stupid." It is. I, it's so funny you should say that. Like, I remember. So, the trailer I got for this one is that uh, flick where the I guess the Beatles get erased. Yeah, Have yesterday that? that looks oh, great. That wait. looks pretty awesome. Yeah. I, like, I think I, that I, but that doesn't really seem like that. That doesn't seem That's like 127 a, hours. Guy. Is that is That's, that right? Yeah. yeah, the same director. Yeah, Danny Boyle. Yeah, oh, it's Danny Boyle. Oh, man, I think that looks great. Yeah, it does interesting look interesting for him. It is interesting. Well, I mean, yeah, I guess it is. I mean, it's just to Who, do like a little music. Danny quiet Boyle is one of those directors. We're just like, what? He's versatile. Yeah, Boyle did a zombie. Yeah, he does zombies and yeah, all sorts of stuff. Well, I guess let's dig into the movie. Yeah, so the whole movie basically opens up with Tyrion Edgerton, who again. Like is in it's insane to me, this dude that we've seen that's kind of not really figured it out yet. Like I he would was, have never seen him as a flashy character. Like you know, no. Kingsman he's very reserved, and you know he plays a guy that's just kind of like kind of like your average guy, like trying to figure stuff out. Right. And then Elton John is a larger than life. <laughs> well, he was Robin person. Hood, and then he's it's well, funny because. I've totally forgot about but I'm just saying, like that's what, that's where he's at <laughs> yeah. in his career, you know. But yeah, to play Elton John, I mean, I would have never seen it, and it's like not only the perform, like they got him to look like him. Yeah. The hair, the hair, the the, the, the glasses, he the just, face, he looks the, the gap in his teeth. Yeah, and I think. I think he studied and studied and studied in the mannerisms, yeah. the way he talked, yeah. the way he sang. Well, that's it just it's so crazy. So in Sing, he's the voice of the gorilla. Oh yeah, and he's he, really good. And he sings mm-hmm. uh I'm still standing. Oh, okay. Oh, that's funny. But I didn't realize that. But it doesn't but it's it's crazy because he sings it in Sing as his voice. As okay. As Terry Edgerton. Oh, right, right. But then when you hear him do the exact same song, that's to me, that's when I heard like the different inflections yeah. and like he changed his voice. Oh, there were times voice. where there was singing that he was doing and I thought they were going to pull in Elton John because it sounded so much like yeah. Elton John. Yeah, it, except it was, um and and 
I don't know how familiar you are with Elton John. Not that you don't know That's the songs. Super. I knew the but songs, like, but, but not... like being older and growing up with like I've heard those songs a million sure, times sure. on on rock radio, and so it's like like I I mean I could instantly tell even when he sounded like yeah. him that I was like these are not the original recordings. These right. are oh, sure. I, I mean, and obviously there are some parts that that we'll get to. No, the song sounded different. That are obviously <laughs> yeah, not right, original right, recordings. Yeah. But when they uh, when they did concert stuff. That I was like, no, he, this oh, is yeah. this is all new. Totally, Where, totally, like the Queen stuff, even though it was new vocals, didn't sound like new, new vocals. They emulate it pretty closely. Yeah, but I think that's I think that's the great thing about it is, again, you know, there they're pulling off an impersonation. They're trying to make it sound exactly like the thing, right. which it really can't sound just like it. I mean, it can be close. The only thing, you but could, here, the only thing you could do is just use the original recordings right i mean then it would sound like it right know? that's the but, only but way here since you know they're doing their own thing it's like i don't want it to sound just like it i, I yeah, you know I'm, i want them to recreate i'll it. be interested to see how people react to the fact that like the the songs sound different and sometimes different characters are singing the lyrics because it's treated as a musical right, yeah and um and i thought that served the film extraordinarily yeah. well because but you got different versions of it yeah, like because even people when, in his life were singing the different parts, which right. surprised me. I didn't expect yeah. other people to jump and the, in. The, for the most part, the arrangements weren't wildly different. There were times when sure. they were, but but for the most part, they weren't wildly different. But they were just different enough that that um, it forced you to listen to the words in a way that you wouldn't sure. if it were the original versions. Because you know we've heard Rocket Man and Daniel and Tiny Dancer so many times. Tony Danza. <laughs> that will be closer, Tony Danza. That that they're the equivalent of sonic wallpaper. That's true, and, and, and just, that that sound is just ingrained, right? Yeah. In that by by doing it this way, you were kind of forced to hear the lyrics in a new way. Sure, yeah. which is which is impressive. When, yeah, yeah, when I when I go to something like this, I don't want to go sit through just like a a total recreation. I want to experience something new. It's it's just boring to hear the same stuff over and over. Like I want their take on it. I want Taron Edgerton. I think it's so much more impressive the way they did this just because, you know, you're watching a movie. You're not watching a documentary. Right. So, I would like your take and and they it was different enough to keep it interesting, but also again the look and the sound was there and the feel was there. It reminded me of a Boz Lerman flick. Well, yeah, well, it's got one of the same songs. <laughs> well, that's true. Yeah, that's a good point. <laughs> but uh, yeah, no, it was very stylized. Jeez, I just I can't remember the last time I really saw someone in a biopic type film, just a regular biopic, like disappear so much into it. Yeah. Again, I'm not super close to Elton John, but he's been around my whole life. I mean, right. fam- you know, and uh, and I will tell you, the casting for all the Eltons was amazing. You Those mean, kids, like, the okay. ages, well, sure. First sure. of all, Taron Edgerton looked just like Elton John. You know, he got that down. And then those two kids they cast as the younger Eltons look just like Taron Edgerton, yeah. and also just like Elton John. Like <laughs> well, at the end when, when they the show end, the split, yeah, yeah. yeah. So, but it was I was looking at the kids, you know, and I was thinking Taron Edgerton in my mind, and I'm like, that casting was spot on. Yeah. yeah. And then you see how close it was to Elton. So it's like all of them share this similarity. Weird. Like, I mean, it's amazing when you have a good casting yeah. director who's just like, yeah, you kind of look like. Did the you guy. see who else was up for the roles though? No. Um, Justin Timberlake was one choice. That would and then not did, have worked. Who was the? I don't know. He's a good actor. He's it's good not, with that voice. That's he's what just, I'm saying. He always he always sounds like he, he has so light. It's, he's got know, he's got that, that JT voice. Yeah, and I don't. But know I mean, I I think he cannot do that voice. Yeah. Though I think, maybe I mean you but, know. I mean, but I know what Joe means though, because I like Justin Timberlake I, as an actor. I just, think his probably would have veered closer yeah. to the impersonation. Yeah, that we talked about earlier. His voice. I mean, Justin Timberlake has one of the most distinct voice. When you you hear him in Trolls, it's like that's clearly 
Billy JT. You know, some actors, Alan Tudyk, which you are <laughs> right. He is Iago. I thought so. You you guessed it on the show, but yeah. I'm like, he's 100% right. That's yeah. Alan Tudyk does every animal. I know. Disney. a, Disney's like, we have an animal called Alan Tudyk. Yeah, so, but, uh, but yeah, Justin Timberlake, when you hear his voice, you know it's him. And again, love the guy, Solomon concert. Like, he, he's great. Yeah. It's just that. Dude's a triple threat. That voice. Oh, he's a quadruple threat, whatever. And, well, yeah. that, well, he's a. A, a he's done it all a quintuple threat yeah. when you look at his old lady <laughs> so so or the list of his old ladies yeah and then the other one i'm trying to remember do you remember who the other one was justin timberlake was one of the i don't newer one. Oh, it was um crap i'm losing it here uh tom hardy that would have been tom weird. hardy was the original. harder to see he was the original one and then he was yeah. like i'm gonna go do Venom. i can see tom hardy <laughs> if they you know give him the right haircut can he the sing? glasses and stuff i think he can does he sing in that um uh, Reese Witherspoon movie with Chris Pine. Oh, maybe I don't I'm just thinking of Chris Pine singing and other stuff. I feel like maybe there was a little singing scene, but anyway, uh, that was the first choice, and then Justin Timberlake was thrown around. But I think they nailed it. Well, it's also the advantage is is Taron Edgerton is still. I'm not going to say he's an unknown, but he's definitely not as known as Tom Hardy or Justin Timberlake. Right. He he can disappear so he, into yeah, a role exactly. A bit more. Exactly. I total. I totally see that. Yeah. So the beginning, I actually walked in like usually I go to the theater with 23 minutes of previews and I walked in like 15 <laughs> minutes into it thinking well clearly I have more time and they're even like yeah it's going to start soon you're good and it was already going but I, I must have just missed the very beginning. Oh, he's so walking it's just, down he's, the street he's, in a costume. Okay so he's walking into just this this bright he's surrounded by white light mm-hmm. and he's in this crazy devil yeah. costume. You've seen I mean you've the, I will and say I see it bookends here. I, it does. Yeah the costume designer better win something. Because when you saw those shite. comparison photos, yeah, like they, that's, yeah, they, I don't know how does that work because like they have a category for adapted screenplay. Do they have a category for adapted costume design? design? No, because they're they're just but replicating to, what already exists. No, but no, the, but they were different. They were like they were inspired by them, but the differences were still there. Like okay. like with the queen makeup, yeah, he had the, makeup on and stuff right. where Elton didn't, and it looked different. So I really don't think it was. It's a weird thing because it looked so good and so similar, yeah. but really they did their own spin. Right. So I feel like it has a chance, but it just depends on what else comes out. Yeah, like, true, I mean, yeah. it has a chance because it's good enough to. X-Men but... Dark Phoenix, for example. Oh, goodness. Absolutely. Uh, <laughs> I can't so, believe yeah. that comes out in a week. <laughs> like, that movie's been so under my radar that it's, it's for really the best. best coming out. Uh, like yeah. a month ago. Disney's like, like, can we bury this? Yeah, on Twitter or something, I feel like I was like, this comes out in a month? Yeah. What? Yeah, yeah. Uh, So, yeah, so it opens with him uh, in this lavish costume walking into uh, like a... An AA meeting, essentially. And you just... And it's all... You think it's all in his head. And, well, you don't really know what to think because this movie's... It is crazy out there. It is very dream dreamlike and fantastical. So he sits down and he starts going through his life story uh, and he's... Uh, it starts talking about when he was a child and like he was this prodigy and I don't know a lot about Elton John's past or his personal life uh, I remember like the drugs I remember that being like a thing like I've, that's one of the first like celebrities that I remember admitting that they had a problem you He's know like, also was... the first celebrity I admit I remember like I'd say admitting but like coming out yeah you know yeah. I remember I, I remember it as he initially came out as bi and okay and then eventually was like yeah that's but and that's very common uh, especially back Both. then among gay people that they, they like they kind of stair step it and they're like oh i'm bi right because it kind of gives them a safety zone and, and then later they re- and then they're like it's oh, it, i'm ridiculous it's ridiculous and it's also why a lot of gay people like don't believe people when they say they're bi sure. they're like mm, sure okay. you are 
Yeah. Sure. We'll go with that. Yeah. It's I have a, a friend who is bi and she's just like, it's unbelievable. Yeah. And it's what? people don't be more believe, specific. No, people don't believe. Oh, OK. Her. Not not that. I have a friend I mean, who's bi and she says it's yeah. unbelievable. No, no, no. Like, like it's a struggle for her because it's a it's a it's a constant struggle because right. people are just like, you know, you're not like you're either right. straight kind, or you're gay. Like, kind, you don't both, get to be either. One. Both communities. Yes, exactly. Tend to disown not, you. Tend yeah, to, not disown, but tend to not believe. Well, you. Correct. Right. Yeah, correct. But yeah, uh, I hate seeing that when you've got people that are so um, about different rights for for people. But then, like, I guess it's kind of like religion, where religion is sure. is like they'll be so crappy to certain people, and sure. then they'll be like, you know, whatever, lives matter, and this and that, and then they'll disown a certain person. You know, it's like I really like those memes that are like transgender people have heartbeats, you know, things like yeah. that, because it's like you're pro life, but then you're oh, totally disowned. But you know what I mean? I, it's like it's like you have to, you can't just pick and choose who you want to. No, you know, if you're saying stuff like right, all right, these right. people matter or whatever, but these, you know, so but I just, not these people. I just hate that when they get disowned. It's like, no, you, you, you want to help this group of people with their rights. Like you should be for everyone having better rights and better lives. It's and, important, you know. So I hate hearing that. Yeah. But the big takeaway here is that he had a really crappy home life. Like yeah. I had no idea. Yeah, I didn't know this about part his childhood. Yeah. And like his what? dad was a total, you know, just like this wanted- entire cast are Brits and Irishmen and Scotmen. The Bryce Dallas Howard but thing Bryce is a head Dallas scratcher, Howard. isn't it? Yeah. I thought she, she was good, but I'm She like, was fine. Like, the accent was but good. But the cast like, an American. Yeah. It's really Out of all of these people. Yeah. yeah. It's just like, wh- where did Bryce Dallas Howard come from in I, all of this? I thought it was... I mean, she did a really good job, and I was so confused by it that I thought it was Jessica Chastain. Because <laughs> I'm, I'm just like... Also American. So does I know, but I but I like... I feel I like them both, but I feel like Jessica Chastain is on a little bit higher trajectory. Uh, I would agree with that. I, I would agree. I just... I, you know, and so I felt like, well, We're if anyone... see her later this year yeah but i'm like if anyone's gonna be pretending to have a british accent <laughs> right. blah, blah. and then i saw it was bryce dallas howard i'm like holy crap <laughs> yeah i, I didn't mean, even realize it was her to be honest yeah oh, yeah really? exactly yeah. i didn't either so it's like but those two i think are very simple like i can see that they, i just see the similarities yeah. there but so the mom was very like she's uninterested she's uh promiscuous She's uninterested in the, in the I don't, boy. I didn't take it as she was promiscuous. Oh, I did. I did. I guess she was just having. An she affair. had an affair. Well, I think. And but, the husband, but was she awful. was in a completely loveless marriage with a complete a hole. Yeah, and then she stays with that guy for the rest. Oh, of the I film. guess that's yeah. it. Is the guy in the car? It's, isn't yeah. It? yeah. So and like, I don't okay, think she was okay. promiscuous no. at all. I I was thinking the guy in the car was different. Yeah. But you're right. That is the same that guy. That husband, El- Elton's dad, is a terrible. Op- I mean, just a horrible he's a, person. He's a magnificent actor. Oh, he's been oh other, he's, yeah. I can't think of what his name is, but he's been in a, a performance was great because that's why you especially hate him. Yeah, like, right. So. So, yeah, it's just him growing up with that. And then he wants to take piano lessons. And the whole time well, you he get plays, the vibe. He plays like a like, you know, he just picks up and starts playing. Yeah, he can play by ear. Right. And, and then and you just get the idea, though, the, the dad is always like so he's looking at a, a dress, the designer catalog, yeah. you know, like, and don't be a girl. And, yeah. And that's yeah. Or what are you a girl or whatever? Yeah. And so you get this whole thing where he he isn't interested in the same thing like he doesn't want Elton to be into these things because they're not manly enough. And yeah. he's a jerk to him about touching his record collection. Everything Elton does is wrong. Oh, man. This that guy. Been, the record collection thing was, was really awful because it's like, there's, here's the thing where that you can, you could use to bond with your child over. Right. Like, like you found common yeah, ground and you, into music. and you just yeah. pissed on it. Right. Like, yeah. that, oh, there's, he, a, there's a scene later in the movie where, when Elton is, you know, he's Elton John at this point. Yeah. He goes to see his dad because they're trying to, Anytime, like they're trying to head off any stories. Yeah. So he goes to see the old man. The old man's like, "Hey, can you sign this record?" He was like, "Absolutely." And he signed, you know, to dad. He was like, "Actually, it's for a guy at work." And I was like, "Oh, it's like (laughs) it's so." That scene is so like heartbreaking because. 
he like he starts like hey would you sign this record and he's like absolutely and you're just like you're like how sad that you like are so far away from your son that you oh, would sure. ask for an autograph right right and, and then, then and then it's like oh it's not for me i don't yeah. i still don't care yeah oh, i don't like your music that was heartbreaking yeah and, and he, had to scratch, he has to scratch it out yeah he has to scratch out the word dad and yeah. then write Arthur underneath it. Oh, yeah. That was a good punch. Yeah. And that, that just that performance was, was great. He's, yeah. It's, it's crazy to think that we've only seen him in these not very taxing uh, acting roles, but he can act like the dude. Uh, yeah, I totally agree that if Rami Malek can win an Oscar for uh, Freddie Mercury, yeah. How does he not win? He was in that one with Hugh Jackman, which was more of an art house type of movies. But I mean, that was a not not like a Robin the, Hood. The Eagle. Yeah. Okay. But you know that's that was a little more taxing than uh, Robin Hood King. Sure. Type. Yeah. And, and absolutely. You, you know the Kingsman movies are awesome. It's just you're right. He you had like, you didn't even like the second one. Well, no. I mean the act like the it, they're cool movies. Yeah. That's okay. what I mean. You know they're cool, but I wouldn't call it like you know it's not high high art. Yeah, it's not as high. Yeah. yeah no, the second one was very disappointing. Oh All boy. Right. Hey, we got a dog hey, visitor. Yeah. Hello. Would she you like to? to would podcast. you like to give your opinion on Elton John? No, it was great. Oh wow. <laughs> dog can actually talk. I was expecting some barks, but that was really impressive. <laughs> no, it's easy. Are we in a, a very are we in a dog. fantastical? <laughs> yeah, I think we're, we are. You, I think you need world. to bust into singing right now. So so yeah. So I mean, the basically we don't have to stay too long in Kidville. No, because like we do, we run through. He he has. His own. It's it's very similar to Queen and Bohemian Rhapsody, where like he has this band and they're not, you know, they're just yeah. kind of this band. And they but get first, discovered. but first, as a kid though, just real quick, uh, that he starts playing a piano and he can just pick up things that he hears. And then uh, I did like that. Scene and then is it the, the grandma? I guess so. Is the that... grandma kind of starts to like push him. Like yeah. we're gonna do this. You're gonna be fine. We need to get him lessons. And the mom's like, I can't take him. And they, the grandma's like, I can take him. Yeah. And... He goes to like uh, like yeah. a recital. Or like it's well, like the he's piano like teacher comes over. Or well, the piano teacher comes over, and then he thinks he's good enough to get a scholarship, scholarship. to was it like the Royal Academy? Yeah, of, the Royal Academy of Music. And so he's just great. He can and and I mean he plays something that the teacher was playing on the piano. I like that he doesn't scene bring a, music. I like and that scene a lot. He stops. Like, Why'd you stop? Because that's, that's as far stopped. as you played. So obviously it shows he was a prodigy. He can play. And so, you know, he grows up through all that. And then this is where he gets into a band. Yeah. And then it's just it, the time jump happens when he escapes into this like carnival circus thing. So that's, that's the time jump from he goes to Taron Edgerton. Mm-hmm. Like yeah. it's Yeah. And which I liked. OK. As much as I thought the casting was spot and everything, like I didn't think the kid's voice was very good. Like this movie didn't really click until once Taron Edgerton, once yeah. it went to that transition. Yeah. I mean. As much as like the grandma, the kid, I'm just like the voices weren't doing it for me. Well, they the, just weren't the little kid. I thought his voice was very jazz hands. Yeah, I can see. You that. know what yeah. I mean? Like, and I just and didn't. I was just it, like, that's, not, that's, I couldn't get into it. I was, that's also he sang "Bitches Back," which is also a very big song. Okay, okay, right. yeah. you know. So, so I was very underwhelmed. And when it turns into Taron Edgerton and they're yeah. doing the dance at the carnival and stuff, I'm like, holy crap! Okay, well, this game kicked on. into gear. Now right. we're getting it. And so you see that growing up, he he's in a ba- he's doing. He's, he's making a, he's a couple backup, bucks he's a week. Bo- he's backup. Doing, he's a backup band yeah. for this for an American for an American yeah. like soul, like soul, a soul traveling soul. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and I do. <laughs> this is great. Where like the like he's having he's learning about who he needs to be or who he wants to be, and he's sitting in the car and he was like, I think I'm going to change my name and the, his other band name, his other band mate, his name is Elton Daniels or something. He was like, I think I'm going to change my name to Elton, and the guy's like, No, like yeah. that's my <laughs> no. You're not going to do that. Uh, so he's like he's working with this band and he has his like his first kiss with this dude and even he's kind of like thrown off because he's like obviously he knows that he's gay but 
Like he doesn't he has, know yet. He ha- he's still I, trying to figure right, it out. He's still trying to figure it out. It's not like he was against it. It's just he's figuring stuff out. But like you can tell that from these other guys from traveling with him and this guy specifically, they know. I right. Mean, later they on, know. they all we see they all know. But so they could tell. And so you know the guy kisses him and he just embraces it because he's like, oh okay, okay, let's do it. Yeah. Uh, so then he goes and meets with uh, these two record execs. Well, this one record exec. Well, this guy who works for a record exec. And he sits down. And, uh, I love that this is the guy that played Al Capone on Boardwalk Empire. Okay, uh, he's been in a couple, a bunch of other stuff. Uh, so he kind of like this dude kind of walks in on this not exact interviewing Elton John, and, uh, and he's he like, "Oh, he, we gotta go and uh, he, he gotta bail." Yeah, he he met the writing partner because well, he hasn't met him. Like, oh, he right, had, he, he gives hands it to him. him yeah. He's like, yeah. uh, try to put these to lyrics or to yeah. music," and he was like, "Okay." Well, and that's because Elton, as meets, good as he was a musician, he says he can't write lyrics. You right, know, he can make up the songs, and so this guy, yeah, gives him these random things that people have been sending in. There's their scripts to try to get their songs made, and this you know? is uh, Billy Elliot. Yep. Right mm-hmm. and Ben Grimm, but we don't talk about that. Oh, oh, he I was forgot ben, that he was Ben, ben Grimm in the yeah. fanta- that awful Josh Trank movie. Yeah, uh, yeah. Is, what's uh, his name? Uh, Jesse Bell. Jesse Bell. Yeah, uh, and he and they become like it's it's he's really grown up, you know, because I saw him first in really Billy Elliot, yeah. and it's just weird in this one where he's got longer hair and you know he's got the good facial structure. Like I just always see him as little Billy Elliot, right? And so I feel like at and this not point. Ben Grimm? Yeah, I don't oh, think okay. of him as Ben Grimm. Sorry, Joe. <laughs> but uh, it's like, wow, he actually, I think, has finally grown out of that. I'm mean, not like he just did yesterday. But, you sure. know, I don't see him as that kid anymore. I mean, he's really good, and he's at the age where it's like, okay, he's an adult. Right. And, you know, he's doing his own thing and not obviously writing on he that. He didn't uh, Jonathan Limnicki it. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> they create this friendship and this bond, and it, it's strong because, like, they live together, and they're writing songs, and they're, he, you not know. Not yet. <laughs> well, I guess that's true. Yeah. They, they sit down and they're, they they mail each other stuff back and forth. And as much as they think they've got great stuff, because they stay over a hundred songs, right? And the actual record executive listens, so and he's just like, garbage. "Crap, crap! Everything they play is crap." <laughs> and he's like, "You, what songwriting duo doesn't live together?" So he tells them, "You guys go live together, work together." You know, but also the back. songs he's declaring crap are, are not crap. Are not crap. Yeah. No, they're, totally, they're, they're <laughs> great songs. But and and this is something else the movie does is it pays no attention to to timeline none whatsoever with with the songs it uses them to its advantage it it uses them when it serves the story right not just well but this song didn't come out for two more years so we can't sing it yet because like he's singing songs that didn't come out i think until like the 80s because he's saying yeah he's saying didn't he sing uh sing crocodile rock is the one and he's at the troubadour but he uh and that's accurate i believe but when he's pounding through songs at the piano and he's telling them that they're crap, yeah, oh, like there's songs he, that he was... there are songs that came out oh. much later because he he did I see I sad I'm songs not, I'm not sad, yeah. yeah I'm not informed enough yeah. to know that specifically so like right. I couldn't necessarily identify them which ones they were but I think that's another great thing about the fantasy element yeah is that the way they play with the music and everything it doesn't matter because right. first of all Elton John and his family and everyone didn't start singing songs together yeah. so yeah. when you do that <laughs> it you prevents can... you from getting hung up on yes. these details right. of like but that's not when that happened yeah. or that's and Bohemian I mean, Rhapsody when they're telling a straight biopic you're right. like well this song wasn't even out then because right. you take it so seriously yeah they're just like yeah. they're, all of a sudden they're doing We Will Rock You as their third yeah. hit I'm like, right. Right. Exactly. But I, and I will also say that the but the three songs that he pounds through that the guy says are crap are all were all hits yeah. sure 
of course they yeah were. we yeah. i mean they sounded good to me right but, but he's like but i guess for the time or whatever he didn't you know he wanted this specific sound so then they go to live together and they find a, an apartment or whatever Which I love, and then elton john is dating the landlord, the landlord yeah who you recognize the land like that gal is in all of the edgar wright movies oh okay she's the uh she's the annoying girlfriend in um hot fuzz that gets okay. the head cut her head cut off same gal so I, do I thought she was Nick Frost. No, okay, you were you would be wrong. Oh, okay, yes. Uh, so like, yeah. So they're working on these songs, and then they start like tearing it up. And then uh, while they're playing these like you know low level gigs, this is where they're introduced to Richard Madden, uh, who I gotta tell you, if they're gonna cast Robert Pattinson as Batman, that dude's your Superman. Oh, well, that's interesting. I mean, if I don't know. I, you know what I mean? Like you're just—I'm watching him on screen. I've watched him on Game of Thrones. I've sure. watched him in The Bodyguard, which you have. If you haven't seen it, it's on Netflix. It's awesome. The Bodyguard. It's not what. You, yeah. So, well, I, so the Bodyguard, the original Bodyguard, is Kevin Costner. Right, right. Yeah. I'm trying to. Think this of is what? kind of—he's—he's uh, he's a secret. He's like a Secret Service agent who is charged with protecting uh, a very controversial Secretary of State in Britain. He wants to make sure there's not a red wedding. Exactly. Unfortunately. <laughs> Uh, he learned his lesson. He didn't learn his lesson. Oh, uh, but know. it's but it's a very good show, and okay. he's great on it. So as I'm watching this, and he's got the longer hair, and I was just like, this dude. Like if they ha- if they recast him, and they probably will at this point, this is your Superman. Like if you're gonna cast ro- tiny Robert Pattinson, who actually oh, probably, he's not he's, that not, he's tiny. like six foot one. Yeah, That's yeah. Fine. everyone uh, can bulk <laughs> up. It's not. Yeah. I don't mean uh, the stature isn't the thing. It's height. Yeah. Well, but I guess if you have long ears, it won't matter. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Keaton wasn't tall either. It they can no, make it. There's work. ways they, to. Totally. It's called movie magic. Well, and yeah. that's in this one. Like you can see that. Like I don't think Taron Egerton is all that tall either. Yeah. So, but the way they just play them off. Of well, each when other you have is, nine inch platform heels on all the fair. time, <laughs> <laughs> that's what I'm saying about the long ears. Yeah. Um, but but first, so then they have that experience where they're with the soul guys. Yeah. And and he's, like, he's oh, talking about he has a girlfriend, and those guys are like. But you're gay, and he was like, "What? Huh?" And and the, and the songwriting partner at this point doesn't know what yeah. was his name. The Bernie Toppin. Bernie, Bernie. Toppin. Okay, yeah, sorry. Uh, and so he he didn't know yet. And then I like it when there's that really mo- that moment of tension because at this point in time you don't know you're like it's thinking it's, most people probably aren't accepting, right? And yeah. so Bernie's just looking at him, and Elton's like, "Is that a problem?" And he's like, Why? "Not for me." But it, it will be for your girlfriend. Yeah, right. like, it was a really funny <laughs> yeah. tension breaking moment. Yeah. And, and then, of course, they, he has to tell she, the girlfriend. And he's like, oh, yeah, she took it uh, pretty well or whatever. And then they flash to it and she's throwing all his stuff well, out. This is where the... you get that really touching moment of them on the roof yeah. where you think that, like, Elton kind of leans in. He yeah. thinks that we're they're on the same page and yeah. he leans in for a kiss. And, like, it, this the was way, handled great. The way it's played, he's just like, look, yeah. man, I love you. But I love like that there that. was no hate about it. There was no being weirded out about it. <laughs> right. The way that it played out, and I'm guessing this is true to their friendship because yeah. it says they've been friends for so long. But I just love that that it didn't fall into any kind of a trope of nope. a, this bad tension or, or, or of Elton John pining for him for yes, years. It just was there like, are it was moments. Like, okay. yeah. There are moments where they definitely do that. Yeah, and but I, you can't tell if it's a romantic pine yeah, or if it's so. a. I, yeah. I want your your my friend is leaving. Yeah, me, I like, think it's a friendship. I, I, I took it as friendship. So did I. Yeah, like I I think that you know that like. He had feelings for this guy, and since he's gay, like that's how he was going to express them. And right. when he wasn't gay, he's like, "Oh, okay, totally cool, no problem. So you're my yeah. bro, yeah, right." And, and I, like, yeah, it was great because you just you always expect it to cause some kind of rift, and it does not for a second. It's over at that point. It causes a rift, but only because of Elton's addictions. 
like that's when the rift happens well is because that of, is the rift yeah, yeah. not the the kiss is not, all i mean no. it's that was great so that's over but then they go to the apartment and, and she's throw throwing everything and i think she threw out like one, his piano he's like oh no she just broke my piano. like everything so then they have to go and they move in with elton's mom right <laughs> and they're this is they're writing songs and they're doing all kinds of stuff uh and then finally they they find i guess it is crocodile rock is like the one that hits they go to so they they're doing really well with their their songs and their record sales and then they send them the record guy sends send them, them to america to the u.s and yeah to do you know the to, troubadour yeah to is get, that still uh, around yes yeah um, uh, mike nesmith just played a show there oh, like really? a year ago yeah, yeah i'd love to see a concert there um yeah cool. it's very small and but it's legendary and actually i i, fe- I felt like the troubadour scene actually undersold the importance of it because yeah. In reality, it was they'd been trying to break him in America, and they were about to give up. Oh. And this was basically, like, their last chance and um yeah see i didn't take that yeah so that and then like when they're talking about who's in the club like like neil diamond like they called in a favor and asked neil diamond to come and introduce him oh. so neil diamond introduced him and so um that gave him the little, little and so because crit. of that yeah because at the time i mean not that neil diamond isn't a big artist now but he was like a current hot charting yeah. artist i mean he was a big deal <laughs> and uh and very much the present tense from a pop music standpoint and and then those other acts started coming because then they were because he did I believe he did six nights at the Troubadour and um Elton did yeah yeah and and so it became the 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 show to see and so all the big name acts were coming to see him and so he really did get kind of welcome into that world and it took him and then I think like I think like two or three months later is when they took your song to radio okay. and like boom he game was, over he was off or game on i guess yes. not over so this right. movie got me thinking and i've i've thought about this stuff for a while but the uh the how mus- long would you say you thought about it uh a while a few years <laughs> okay the music is so good and elton john is a legend obviously but we think about like queen with the music of queen you think of all the, you know whether it's acdc van halen all these famous rock bands all the, all this music and then i tried to think of today and i tried to name one song uh, I couldn't. Elton John's? No, of any other artist. Like, I know that as you get older, it's like, oh, and these kids some of and their music. an age thing. I, but, but, yeah. but I just feel like the songs they come up with now are disposable. Will we call the songs being made today, for the most part, that are on the radio, no. will they be making biopics and us going, that's a classic 2010 song? I, just, I, I, I mean, I think, I, yes, because I, I think every generation has, you know, like, it's you, we're just not relating those songs in the same way that we yeah. did when we were younger. Who are they, though? And, Who are, I can't, but I, I, I can see even, a, a Beyonce Perry movie. Or, okay. yeah. I mean, but Gaga Adele movie. has Taylor songs. Swift. Yeah. Yeah. Well, it, I just Jay-Z don't know if I would movie. call, like, Taylor Swift songs, like, Elton John level. I just, I, I yeah, don't know. Those I, songs are huge. But look at Elton John's parents. Yeah. They wouldn't have called those songs that either. Yeah, yeah. you know what I but mean. I, like, I, it's I, just I, weird because I'm trying to name one song that's like that is a classic, and they'll be singing that for the so next here, twenty years. I I have I have had this conversation with people. Okay, where I feel like it has become it's going to take. So like music was in the garbage until 1994, 95, yeah. 93 maybe, and Nirvana and Pearl Jam came out, and bam, maybe changed. that's maybe that's what I'm not remembering because this seems so weird to me. Where I'm like, I just don't know. It was who. all it was all you know, Scorpions and it White was Snake it was and hair metal, and then and then this this the top forty boy bands, yeah. New Kids, and on then the block here comes Nirvana, here comes Pearl Jam, here comes Alice in Chains, here comes all you know all these hard 
grunge bands and it like nine inch nails rob zombie all that stuff that's the stuff i grew up with and i'm just like today uh, lady gaga is great but like i see that as an act i just don't see that as like as impressive the difference is those bands to me had something to say just so you so you don't know you see lady gaga as an act so because of her crazy wild onstage (laughs) costumes It just, I don't know, to me, <laughs> to me John she seems more authentic yeah. than Lady Gaga. A Lady hey, Gaga, because I've seen Stephanie Germanotta. Yeah. Like, to me, Elton John, I feel like, was embracing who he is. Right. Lady Gaga created a character to but play. But I think in 1975, when he's, you know, playing shows like a... dressed up like Donald Duck, I don't know. <laughs> I, I don't know that you would have said that. Okay. You know what I mean? Well, I think I think you would have just... been like, because, and I always think it's weird that, like, I feel like his music was the most kind of serious and grounded when he was the most ridiculous on stage. Yeah. And that the less flashy he got on stage, the more poppy and and disposable his huh. music became. Interesting. Yeah. Oh, and like oh, he, those are great. Those are great songs. But yeah. but yeah, but I but I mean like when you when you get into the era of I'm Still Standing, which I love that song, it's a great song. and I'm glad they ended on that one. Um it to me, I I feel like that's kind of the moment that he really kind of steered into the MTV world sure. of type of songs. But I also feel like it might be not counting the Lion King stuff, maybe his last great song. Yeah, um, I would agree with that. Do you do you think maybe it's because people don't buy CDs anymore? Maybe we just don't live in a world like. To me, maybe it seems so disposable the, yeah, because the I don't I, iTunes is gone. Thank God. Yeah, what Adios. a virus! What yeah. a virus! <laughs> but. You know, we don't buy albums anymore because if you hear a song, it's one song, right? But when you bought a CD, you're probably going to listen to the whole thing because you just spent twelve ninety nine on yeah, it, and that was purposeful, it, right? And you know, they deliberately killed the single because they could knew they, they knew they could force you to give them twelve or it, fifteen bucks to hear the exactly. Song. And they so did so yeah. now yeah. you hear one song and it's over. Where if you listen to an whole album, you might find three, four, five songs. But sure. ironically, that's how rock and roll started, right? Like it started with yeah. the forty five singles, yeah, and yeah. and you, you know, B side maybe, yeah. And like you know those those early artists, they didn't put out full records. I mean, the the that really didn't become the idea of the album as a cohesive yeah. unit collection of songs. Really didn't start until the Beatles. Right, they used yeah. to put other people on the other side, right? Wasn't the B side they would, or would they just put their other songs? It would just be a lesser like a, song, okay. yeah, like yeah. a demo or something. Well, I mean, that's what it was. Yeah. That's what they do. Yeah. They yeah, didn't but... actually combine like a, a lesser artist. No, with, it was okay, it, it was, was always them. Yeah, okay. Got and it. and you get paid the same royalties from right. a or b side so <laughs> yes. like it, it, if you wrote the b side even if it didn't get played you <laughs> still got a good paid a the side. same yeah. <laughs> yeah so but yeah like that's music i think back then and even up until probably like 2000 like the, i think that generation of people were angry like they were the gen xers they right. were angry. they had stuff they had something to yeah. say and i feel like our generation is a little my generation is a little less angry yeah i mean they still have stuff to say but a lot of it i feel like is not that it's just the catchy pop yeah crap i mean and then... so like you know it was like corn or disturbed and but it's like that. i will also say when you say well it's just catchy pop crap what's crocodile rock what's been in the jet totally what's yeah. what's i mean they didn't use it in this movie but what's don't go dragging my heart around yeah what's they, philadelphia they did, freedom didn't, didn't they use it they used it in that duet didn't they i don't remember seeing don't go dragging my heart around yeah or yeah, don't go kicking so. my heart around i think so yeah I feel like that's the they one did. that he they're, sang they're in the duet. Sing, don't go breaking my heart. Don't, that's yeah. the song that, I'm trying to say. Oh, okay. yeah, yeah. They, yeah, he sang that. He sang that. Did he? Yeah, I don't remember. He's doing, he's doing the duet when Richard Madden shows back up. Okay, and he's just like, "Are we taking five? He's like, "Oh, we're taking five. 
They were oh, singing. No, he was doing a song called Victim of Love. No. That was done. When he's in the recording heart. studio? When Richard, with the girl? When Richard Madden shows with the female back, to the him and the female Kiki, were singing. whatever her name. I thought her. I thought he called her Kiki. Well, Kiki, I think Kiki D is who sang the other side. That's the other what side. it was. God, I don't remember that at all. Yeah. Huh? So when, when they when they when him and Richard Madden are hooking up in the closet, right? Pun intended. Yeah. But like oh. they're they're singing, like they're he and Kiki are doing that duet, and he walks. God, in I don't remember that at all. And stops. Okay. So, so yeah, so the Troubadour was the massive show. Was the huge he meets, show. He meets Richard. He's Madden. really nervous, but it's, like, you sign a contract, get out there. <laughs> he does it. It's the floating scene. Really cool stuff. Yeah. But yeah Richard Madden's lurking in the crowd. Right. They keep cutting to him. He goes He's, to a part. This is where I kind of thought it was going to go into like Forrest Gump territory. Yeah. Where like <laughs> we're going to Mama Cass's house, and I was like, who are they going to cast for Mama Cass? Right. You know, but they don't do that. Like no. they, you don't see any. Also, Tate Donovan is in this movie. Who's that? He's the guy who runs the Troubadour. Oh yeah, I couldn't tell who that was i'm not familiar he, is, he was so he's the voice of hercules on, okay. in the disney cartoon oh. he was mr jennifer i kept Aniston wanting him to be val kilmer in he my head definitely yeah had a val like, kilmer is look. that gay perry, <laughs> gay perry. Yeah. yeah i just kept i was looking at him like he seems familiar but i don't know love who, potion number nine who is this supposed yeah, to never be that one. Uh, so but that's it was that's the guy tate donovan yeah. his claim to fame is he was dating jennifer Aniston oh, at okay. one point i wasn't following that closely <laughs> yeah. i guess that guy yeah oh and he's like great yeah Oh, okay. Yeah, I did not. No, oh, he, oh the actor. Yes, I thought you what? meant the character. Oh no! no. And I was like, in the actor. Jennifer Aniston was nine. At the yeah, time. I know. I was, like, <laughs> I was like, what? None of this is making oh. sense to me. So, so yeah, and then so when, him and Richard, so Richard Madden approaches him, and that's when you know they start. You know, yeah. it, then uh, and this scene, Bernie kind of bolts with his gal, and but this scene was very tasteful. So because the whole thing leading yeah. up to it was like this movie's rated R, and they're talking about male nudity and this and that. You do see Tarantino's wiener. Oh, I didn't. Yeah, you do. Really? Oh, maybe I saw the wrong aspect ratio. It's they the, the it problem. Yeah, but 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 I mean, this scene was handled very tastefully in my mind. This this was just as tasteful as any other love scene in another movie. Yeah, like I didn't think it was a like gratuitous rated R. Like when they, I think maybe they were talking it up, and maybe that was like a ploy to sell more I tickets think that's too. Probably true, but. Again, it's like then you got the backlash from people being like, "Well, this doesn't need to be a rated R movie," and blah blah blah. Well, they definitely it wasn't the, the language is what probably gets. Yeah, it, but uh, I mean, but the sex scene it was not rated R for gratuitous sex scene. No, it was a very passionate, well done love. There's scene. a blowjob scene. Yeah, but I'm talking about this love scene. Sure, sure. Yeah, sure. I just mean that it wasn't like they were just like, well, we're going to throw all this crap in here and you know and just push the limits or or whatnot. I kind of wish that Bohemian Rhapsody had done this. Well, I think. We I, all I think and we, most I, everybody wishes they would have uh, done. I this. think this is what we would have gotten. Yeah, probably. This, if it the had Sasha Baron Cohen Phillips. movie was going to yeah. be a rated R. So yeah, so they and then he, so they're and, a thing, and he basically hijacks. So this guy is yeah. a record mogul. In, uh, he's in management, yeah. and so he basically goes to the original record, the Gets people that gave him his start out. and yeah, all that. I took I I took him to be more of like a business manager, a manager yeah. Than yeah. a than like the other people were like. A record label that were also handling, yes, right, his, exactly. Yeah. He yeah. didn't own a label, he but he was his manager, right? Yes. So he's like looking over the contracts, and he eventually gets them out. And you feel bad for them because, like, yeah, the record label guy was a Pecock! in the beginning, but like they gave him a start, and once he proved that he had the songs, like it seemed like those that they crew were was doing, pretty tight. They, they were, were doing right. They were all him. making money, right? You know, they did give him a start, and he kind of bit the hand that fed him, yeah. And then you know, Richard Madden's just like, hey, it's nothing personal, trying to convince Elton, <laughs> yeah, who obviously business. was not comfortable with it. Right. But had to play it cool like afterwards. And he, a lot of people, especially when you get a certain level, they have both. Yeah. 
yeah. you know, because you need both. Like you, because the record label has their own interests that aren't necessarily always aligned with your career, right? Exactly. And so, or they'll, you know, they'll talk you into doing things to use you as leverage to help some baby band that you don't uh-huh. care about. So, like at some point, you do need this personal manager Absolutely. to help you pick the right, go make the right career choices right. from a big picture standpoint. You know. Just to protect your interests. And that's what he was doing. Right. And But he was also riding the Elton John cash train. Right. Because uh, he was, I mean, that's they, they keep referencing that Elton John is just cranking out hit after hit after hit. Yeah. And he's making so much money. And finally, they're just like, you're a multi-million, why are you living at home? Yeah. Like, you're a multi-millionaire. So before he takes him, before Richard Madden's character takes him away, they go on this big shopping spree and another right. really cool, fantastical thing where he's, like, walking through and buying up paintings and buying outfits. And I did love that line where he's like, you know that $1,000 painting or whatever? And they're just like, yeah. Yeah. He goes, it's upside down. Yeah, it was great. That was a good yeah. line. Like, it's, it's, a, yeah. it's a good throwaway line, but I enjoyed it. So now Elton is, you he's, know, spending money wildly and he's with Richard Madden, but Richard he, Madden is interested in the money. And not so much interested in Elton, right? And it's really sad to watch as that progresses. Yeah, and the it, film. I mean, and they they definitely hit on the fact that everybody, like El- that the whole opening song is "I Want Love." Yeah, yeah. And this is what this is like. He's just he is he's searching for it everywhere. And when and, he had it with, and it's a different kind of love. But when he had that love with Bernie, he didn't know what to do with it because he he got what sort of what he wanted, but right. then it wasn't exactly what he wanted so yeah. he he pissed it away and tried to push him away and but yeah the parents have done that and right. then and then you get this richard madden character who you think is going to be good for him and he seems you know and there's passion there but obviously it wasn't true love it sure. was more lust and also the lust for his money and and everything and so you know but i will also say like it didn't look like he was tanking his career i know no, i think he was a, a successful I, I, business I, manager I, I got the vibe at least for from sure. the movie that he like that he was doing his job, right. and he was also cheating on him, yeah. and he also ended up not being very nice to him. But but that he he wasn't like he del- was deliberately tanking no, the guys. Right. I feel right. like it was all business. That was yeah. where like you know their relationship started off seeming strong, but then yeah, he wasn't interested. He's cheating on Elton and all that. But in the meantime, he's still like in between getting blowjobs from the pool <laughs> yeah, boy or whatever. Right, right. It's like he's still he's on the phone making deals. Making so deals. It's, right, it, for sure. it, it's it's man that's. <laughs> He's like, it wasn't a heart attack. It was a chest episode. He'll yeah. be where you need yeah, him to be. I, right. I, I do think that, yeah, he's still making millions, and man, he wasn't stealing his money. He was managing it. And But later on, we find out when they, you know, when Elton finally has enough of it, he's like, well, I'll be making 20% long after you're dead. Long after you're so dead. So he obviously, t- those, he was very good at contracts. Well, I think that's pretty standard, though. Like, if, if, if somebody has a hit record right and you manage that yeah. then you you, you the, keep you earning some sort of income it didn't seem off nefarious i just meant that he was obviously I think knew he, what was, he was doing i think he was just making the point that like hey if you want to flush your your life down yeah. the toilet he's like i'll, I'll care <laughs> i'll still be making money and use the success use you on my resume to find the next you right i think it was still supposed to be mean though it oh no, no 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 mean it was absolutely yeah. mean yeah, I, I just. But it wasn't nefarious yeah. at all. Right. It just it, it, he really hammered that home. Yeah, like, yeah. God. And then and wasn't that was that right before he overdosed or? or so was he's that a they have this party and then like he's kicking Richard like Elton John is kicking yeah the guy out. He of finds the, house. the assistant then, is blowing then, him outside yeah, in front of the pool boy and then he's just like and then all of a sudden here come his mom. And his oh, this is great. Like, the old, the old yeah. neighbors. Like, oh, great. He used to be this shy little boy. <laughs> now look at him and don't step on my gown, yeah, or the, like, which is a good, like, so it's such great. a perfect, like, little throwaway, throwaway line. Oh, I loved it. it and this so... is where he overdoses and falls in the pool 
uh, just because he he's done, like he's checked out. And the mom's and they, new husband, I feel like in this scene he called him dad. He did call him dad. So I'm like, that's really cool. That like, I mean, the guy at first you thought he was going to be a total total f up. Yeah, totally. Like, like yeah. I I love the fact She's, that like it it kind of well, not unlike Ant Man. Uh, went against the trope of the stepfather yeah. has to be a d bag because you know the mom's sure. cheating on the dad in a car and you think oh this is some scumbag that's paying her or something right but really fine he was a stand up dude well she I feel was like in- they they hit on that when like but you do see him kind of they wanting his money yeah like well, they're well, we trying to, to that, buy that house when we get to that and, scene yeah, yeah oh I think like, both parents were yeah were taking She's advantage awful. of Elton she is awful yes but I just but but you feel like they had a really good family relationship I mean b- before the super super stardom and all that stuff. It seems like he was he took over as his dad and he looked at him that way. He right. gave him the affection that he yes. wanted and the haircut. Yeah. Yeah. He was like, man, if you want to do rock and roll, you got to I love cut that. Your hair like that was this. back when he was a kid. But didn't he say he wanted to look like Elvis? Look like Elvis. Slicked back. Yeah. Great. Everybody that that yeah. time frame wanted to look like Elvis. Look, yeah, that's, that's true. Yeah. yeah. So Elton's just drinking and drinking. And then uh, uh, Bernie comes upstairs yeah, and he brings two women up to meet Elton. And then Elton's just in a chair drinking and, and all messed up. And, and so pops some pills. And yeah. Falls and so. Over. They leave the and then he takes the pool. This is yeah. where we get uh, another. They that sequence was cool underwater. It was yeah. cool, and I thought as soon as the people felt flew in, I was like, "This could go one of two ways. This could be like him just like envisioning whatever is happening, or this is people diving in to be the one to save." Yeah, him. I right. love that. How it was like at first, it looked like people were diving in to swim or whatever, right? But eventually, they reached down and get him. But this is where we first hear Rocket Man, right? Yeah, so the kids yeah. playing on the yes. piano in a spacesuit. So yeah, it was a real. Because I'm waiting for Rocket Man. I love that song, sure. and it's it's Rocket Man, right? Yeah, so I'm waiting. It's called Rocket Man. <laughs> yeah, well, and that's <laughs> yeah. true too. Yeah. So, but it's one of my favorite songs of his, and so I, when they finally do it, it was really cool. And so uh, we should also say that while all of this is going on, we're getting bookends, or we're getting like not book ends but inserts yeah. of elton in this uh focus group it's, like a, it's it's the a meeting it is the yeah. AA it's meeting. the it's and like a frame it's a framing sequence. it is it's yeah. rehab, he's, right well we it's don't know that until we get to the but end. that's what i mean yeah, but I guess it's, yeah. The end, it's not a it's at re- the we end find you out, find out it's, it's actually that's rehab. the yeah, that's, that's the that's the thing so in the beginning even though i walked in a little late but they cut to him talking getting mad in the group or whatever so you don't know why but eventually we find out that he finally leaves he leaves a big concert and everything and he says i'm gonna get help and right. so it bookends with him and you find out it's a rehab facility right uh but well, yeah so should, it keeps like, cutting back and forth to, th- those inserts he is losing more and more of this costume so like in the beginning he just kind of snaps the ears off and then the next time we see it he's got like the 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 shoulder tarnishes yeah, thought off. about that it's a great metaphor yeah, yeah. Yeah, where he's, he's shedding he's all the getting yeah. rid of that all yeah. of that stuff and then so by the time I also was him, like I feel sorry for everyone else in this meeting <laughs> <laughs> yeah he's like hey I'm Elton John I'm gonna spend the next two and a half hours <laughs> telling you my whole life story I know it's group but suck it uh, you're gonna deal with it yeah oh then the people leading are like do that check clear oh yeah, yeah. Well, we're oh, gonna give him oh, as much time you, as you need whatever you need Elton but, but it's also he's wearing like a devil costume so yeah. the fact that he's shedding devil oh, costume yeah. parts yeah was another yes. really good metaphor. Yeah. So uh, I, by the time we get to the last part of that, he's just it's funny. He's naked, and that's why it's rated R. Right, yeah. He's <laughs> but he's got like this black puma tracksuit, but if you look at it like even the puma is bedazzled. So just like even when he is stripped to his core, <laughs> he's, he's still, still do it. He's yeah, exactly. I love that Dodgers outfit. Like the, yeah. the whole thing yeah. is bedazzled. It's a baseball uniform it's a onesie it's completely bedazzled (laughs) it's just like so fantastic so yeah the the i think the tipping point is he's at this he's at he meets his mom he he meets his mom and and stepdad and they're just like we want you need to write us a check for this house in what's heartbreaking because his dad's already done this right he's the autograph part 
Oh, yeah, 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 So yeah. we've already seen that the dad, we thought maybe they were going to reconvene. And us as an audience, we're like, don't do it. You know this. the dad is a jerk, and right. now he only <laughs> wants to talk to you for your money. Like, you could just see that writing on the wall. Yeah. The only reason that the dad even wants to meet with him is to ask for a favor or something. And he just kind of says, he's like, look, we just got to get out. Like, every time we turn on the news, it's the drugs, it's the booze, yeah. it's the men. But now the like... dad has a new family, and you can tell the dad's oh, way more close with and, the boys. Yeah, and, the, and, the, and he's being a good dad yeah. now. Right? Yeah. And so it's like, uh, these kids love sports, and he gets yeah. these kids. Yeah, he's right. very close and holding them. Remember, yeah. he won't even hug Elton, and right. the dad's picking up the kids yeah. and stuff. So it's so heartbreaking. And then when he does the record thing, Tom mentioned, you know, get it signed for a friend. Like, no, I don't, <gasps> still don't care about you. God, he says the, the, the boys are a fan of you, and he gets an autograph for someone else. But the dad's just like, okay, great. Yeah. Yeah, what? Like, you know. Cool. So now you go to meet with the mom yeah. and, the, and the stepdad, and then you know, They're the mom has never money. shown him any approval when he tells her that he's gay. She's like, yeah, I've known this forever, which is a funny moment. And then she's like, you're never going to find true love. Right. She was yeah. just awful. I know you, th- you think oh. it's going to be this great right. moment of bonding. Of I'm like, like, well, oh, of course know, you are. Honey. We don't yeah. care. Oh. And it's just like, oh, I, I mean, it's fine. I'm not going to tell you how to live your life, but you're going to be I miserable. do like where she, I don't like it, but it's, it's an interesting phrase where she says, you're choosing to be alone. Oh. Yeah. And I think that's, that's a common misconception. Especially among, back then. Absolutely. How heartbreaking for Elton John watching this movie. And obviously Elton John was closely involved in the production. Like yeah. to see what he had to deal with and he has fame and fortune, all that. But look at the love that he sought and yeah. from, everywhere from everywhere he looked. It just was and he got it from one person. In the face. Yeah. You know, and, the, and he pushed that person away because of the drugs and the booze and the, Debauchery, yeah. I guess. But you know, actually, you know what? Probably not even the debauchery. It was the drugs and the booze. Like yeah. that was the problem. Well, it just well, he, and he lost sight of who he was, and yeah. and the debauchery. Like, like I, I don't know if you've seen any other rock star biopics, <laughs> but but that's not just a gay. No, thing. it's not just no, a gay yeah, thing at absolutely all. Not. But but uh, yeah. So then the mom is. We know she's already a jerk, and then of course they're sitting down. And they're like, so yeah, we found a house. You know, we need to way, check for that like, way out in the county Ugh. or whatever. And he was like, you know what? I'll write you a check. Ugh. And then we get another song, and then he comes back and he's eating like. It, 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 uh, he goes to the bathroom, but then it's another meeting with. It, it turns into a, it turns into a meeting. It was with, a different with dinner with Bernie, yeah. and, and Bernie's is, like, "I'm I gotta go, dude." Like, I, I what can't. song was that? Everybody was singing it. I really loved this moment too. I'm trying. To All remember. the patrons at the yeah. at the restaurant were singing like the chorus was of it, the song. Was it? Oh, Blue yeah. Jean Baby. I don't think so. no, because Blue Jean Baby is when. Who comes out and like someone's in was, Bernie or someone's in blue jeans? Like I don't know. I remember the visual of it. It wasn't. It's, this it's scene, funny. Though. Like he's when they. Uh, one of the things I remember is they're singing. He's singing your song, and he's getting all. I love that song. It's a great song. Uh, also, Hugh McGregor does a great version of it. Oh that yeah. From, well, I love Moulin Rouge, so that's only right. like I especially love it because of. Yeah. But what you don't like? What's called the Elephant Love Medley. Love that. Is that really what's called? Rouge. Okay. Yeah. So the way the the way the movie kind of plays it is you think it's Elton singing to bernie but but bernie wrote it yeah so bernie wrote that for elton so it's like it's a double that's a great moment that's when they're living with the parents yes and bernie's going to shave and he hears the song playing right. and it's just this amazing music to but you real but the the film is really smart and it plays it two ways where it's like it could be elton singing to bernie he's looking at him like yeah right but then you realize that bernie wrote it yeah so it's not like yeah. right so it's really yeah it, it's great the way they oh do they it. were singing don't let the sun go down on me Okay. Oh yeah, yeah right. Yeah. On. Okay. So that was. I mean, it just the way again. Everything from when it turned to Taron Egerton on, you know, like I yeah, just the kids stuff didn't do it races. as much. But once he was in it, the way they introduced these songs organically, and I think like Tom touched upon earlier, they told the story with the songs. They it wasn't like a chronological thing. Right. It was just whenever it fit the story 
I mean, it, it's like with like it's a, it is a jukebox musical, so right. it's like with Mamma Mia, they just throw them in where they're setting a story to the songs. Rock of Ages. It's just the st- the story happens to be his. Yeah. yeah. So yeah. It, so exactly, and so they did a really neat thing the way they were tr- able to tell Elton John's story, and they weren't just doing a, a random story with his music, and it just they they wrapped them around his life in a way that felt so organic. Like they told this story with these songs and every one hit. It's like when you watch Guardians of the Galaxy and James Gunn does these deep cuts yeah. and the music just fits that scene so well and it's not on the nose. It's this the sure. meanings there and everything. So with this movie you get the songs and you're just like, God, that works so well. And it's it, Yes, you're right. Everything like in like I said, when a, a normal musical, I'm immediately just like, Why are we singing? What are we doing here? But I wonder why, because this just because it's this about one, someone that you know. But, but this it's like, one is this is a musical. Yeah, but this one is different because everything is in a dream sequence. Not everything but. for the most yeah, but part. I but guess, I can accept. I guess I just look at musicals as like it's that's the world they're in. That's the world they're in. That's and the same way that like yeah. you know that you know that Superman Iron Man's yeah. got that suit or yeah. you know what I mean that that's sure. the world when you're in. watching a musical you have to accept the rules yeah. of a musical that people tell no I don't yeah yeah I mean yeah if, <laughs> if I you know if, if we were watching you know I don't know if we were watching Kramer versus Kramer and then all of a sudden 40 <laughs> minutes in Dustin Hoffman flies to this appointment with his lawyer oh, wait a minute <laughs> I'd be like but this isn't a superhero movie right yeah. but like if all of a sudden Spider-Man swings on a web to meet with his attorney I'm like well of course we're watching a Spider-Man uh, movie he has to go see his attorney and that's uh, that's how I view that's how I view musicals I, I get that I, I think Spider some attorney. I think some are better at helping you suspend that suspension of disbelief than others yeah certainly but but yeah, like I'm, I'm willing to meet it halfway, and that like this is a thing where people sing to express their emotions. I get okay. that. You know? Yeah, and I guess for me, like like I said, this one I'm able to detach because everything is done in the dreams. Like it's all done through him telling a story, yeah. so I can I can accept that. So anyway, like he's yeah, telling it's his, great. It works for you. I mean, does, there's no, yeah. I mean, you can't. Not, I mean, you know what works for you and what doesn't. Right. So it's like we can't argue with that. I mean, the logic may not make sense to us, but obviously this film did something that where a musical can't usually reach you. Yeah, no, and this I was one in. did, but this is a musical. Yeah, make no right. mistake no, about I, it. I, and so, yeah, I, and, yeah and that, we're most bio, like every other biopic ever has just been the songs are they're, they're you playing just, their songs. You see them perform yeah. or you see them record. Did you or, watch The Dirt? Yes. How was that? It was okay. All right. Oh, wait. I, no, I didn't watch it. I read the it. Netflix one. I read oh, it. Okay, That's okay. what and I was... you liked the book. I can't believe you haven't watched the I just movie haven't gotten around yeah. to it yet. It's, okay. And it's like, you know, it's one you can watch when the kids are floating around. Yeah, sure. right. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah. So then kids he, are a bunch he's... Of prudes. <laughs> it is fun. My, keep it that way. My <laughs> aunt asked me, she's like, did you see Rocket Man? And I said, I did. And uh, she was like, is it suitable for a 13-year-old? And I was like, mm, no. I got to tell you, like... Probably not. I, that, so my feeling 15-ish is... 15-ish is probably okay. That's kind of what I was there, thinking. There are some sex scenes, but yes. they're not super graphic. That's what we were... Yeah. And, if, I, and, if, and yeah. honestly, like, I know they made a big deal about how they didn't tone down the sex scenes in order to get... Mm-hmm. In order to keep it R and right. more authentic. And it's also ironic that they want to keep it authentic when it's so fantastical. Sure. Um... But I also feel like they they didn't have to do much to have kept this movie a PG thirteen. Uh, like I, I don't change some language and yeah, uh, like I, language and, is easy. And yeah. so I like I'm I'm really surprised they made that choice, that, or that if they were gonna make that choice, 
Yeah, it's going to sound weird. Why wasn't there more gay sex? But um, but I feel because like I handled it really well. We right. talked about this. You were in the bathroom, and I'm like, it was just. Sorry. They know, but no, but they handled. You know, excited again when you talk about gay sex, I know, right? <laughs> <laughs> but they, I was telling Joe in the audience that they handled that that sex scene just as well as any really well handled right. love scene. It it wasn't some. You know, like they were trying to make it this. Let's push the R rating. Right, it was a love scene. It was a very passionate, well filmed. I, I really wonder if if it would have gotten an R if it was not gay. Maybe Be- because I didn't see anything, and Joe said you saw his wiener. You but do see his wiener. You I do? didn't notice. Yeah, yeah I, I didn't, didn't even notice. notice. So Are you, you sure you're not aspect? thinking of all positive? Ah, okay, oh my God. but we'll get into that. But yeah, uh, yeah I th- I thought for because they hyped it up so much i watched it i'm like this was handled really well like the way they filmed it it just seemed like you know two people in in a love scene and so i think that i think that the drug use i I, it's not necessarily just like nudity but like when you have that much drug use that's anytime you interject that yeah and then with the language so there was a lot of drug use i forgot and a lot of language yeah which just adds to the authenticity i think like that's probably how they talked yeah Yeah. and and i i just respect that that they wanted to tell the story in an interview elton john said i just haven't lived a pg-13 life that's yeah. what he yeah, said. So uh, I just I think that's great. Like you know they put because Elton John is super rich and someone was dude like we were talking about like this next like level rich. like you know Queen versus Elton John and I know collectively they maybe almost have as much as him all combined. I, I don't know, but it's dude, like but like, Elton John no it, Elton I think Elton Elton John has more hits than Queen. I well, think. well I think but no but my, yeah totally but I just mean money wise I think I just, oh John's well got he's only got to split it two ways yeah right right or but Queen with Queen when they get writing credit credit for the whole band. Like, they got to split it with five ways. Right. And so, just based on that, and like, just real quick, look at this run. So, starting in 1970, Mm -hmm. your song, followed by Leave On, Into Tiny Dancer, Rocket Man, Honky Cat, Crocodile Rock, Daniel, Saturday Night's All Right for Fighting, Goodbye Yellow Brick Road, uh, Let's Not Talk About Stepping to Christmas, uh, (laughs) Candle in the Wind, Benny and the Jets, Don't Let the Sun Go Down on Me, The Bitch is Back, Lucy in the Sky with Diamonds. It's now 1974. Yeah. That's four yeah. years of songs. So yeah, he and did Lucy in the Sky with that. Uh, he yeah. covered it. He he went through a period where he was covering okay. songs. I think because he they, was, he does it in this. He was pumping out stuff so fast. Yeah. Uh, and then Philadelphia Freedom, uh, Someone Saved My Life Tonight, Island Girl, uh, his cover of Pinball Wizard. Um, oh yeah, the, the Pinball cover. Wizard one. I was thinking. Yeah, I forgot I was that he had like, covered that. Um, but, I didn't know that, and I'm like, this doesn't sound like an Elton John song. <laughs> yeah, no, it's a Who song. Yeah. Uh, d- and then Don't Go Breaking My Heart. Sorry seems to be the h- hardest word. Um, and then he starts to like hit a fallow period, and you get I don't know, crazy water bite your lip. Uh, uh, the, those, I think that first is, run though was amazing. Yeah, and so that's all between 1970 and. Uh, Man, essentially I think, 1975. I think my, Holy cow, and, five years. And then I think that's when he tried to do like disco stuff. Yeah. And uh, then... Got to go with the times. Like, yeah. Try to... And um, and then that's when you see him recording A Victim of Love, which basically didn't chart anywhere. <laughs> um, and then... I feel like my dad had Yellow Brick Road on vinyl. I think everybody had Yellow yeah, Brick Road. That's probably true. It, it, was, it was issued to it was, you. <laughs> if you had a record player, you had to... They was, checked and yeah, made yeah, sure you right, had right. it. But, but then in the 80s, it starts to pick back up. You, you get... Uh, you get little genie, and then uh, oh, don't bring up genies, please. Uh, <laughs> and then uh, blue eyes, empty garden. Uh, let's uh, they they don't come quite as fast and furious, but then I'm still standing. Uh, sad song, say so much. Nikita, 
Like that's his Le more M- MTV era, <laughs> and you know, hey, that's original. That original one's a good movie. Yeah. So yeah, I mean, it, he obviously has a ton. Uh, is a huge catalog. But my my whole point of this was, it's like Elton John didn't need the money to make this. He wanted to tell no. his story. Sure. And so it's great that he was without that motivation of trying to just sell more records. I'm not saying he won't because of this. I don't. But, I I mean, I don't know. Is certainly he'll sell records, and yeah. I mean, he's not averse to that. But I think it's less about selling records for him as cementing his legacy yeah that's as, a, as the man as an as an icon of rock music that's exactly what i'm Which saying it's like, like it's, it's such a weird thing to say like when you go back and look at those hits those are all rock hits and i'd like the the elton john that we know now isn't that rock guy Right. Well, you that's know, the thing like is because I didn't grow up with him. I know the songs and stuff. So when they keep talking about rock and roll, I'm like, Elton John is rock and roll. Yeah, and like well, I didn't, and especially yeah. like so, like that list of hits. I do, and I yeah. just went through like top forty charting hits. Sure. sure. Like I didn't talk about a lot of the rock stuff that is staples of rock radio, but isn't necessarily like big. Like they didn't necessarily chart at the time. So when you start talking about stuff like take me to the pilot funeral funeral for a friend slash love lies bleeding uh uh oh what a gray seal like there's like he's got there's a lot of rock. he's got a lot of songs that are are like staples of like of classic rock radio yeah that weren't necessarily top 40 hits yeah. and he was really kind of one of those first artists that was like i'm gonna go over here and make rock records and i'm gonna go over here and make top 40 records because you know you grew up in st louis you're listening to kc95 sure. and you'd hear your song crocodile and daniel rock. and crocodile rock but you would also hear take me to the pilot uh-huh. and gray seal and, and uh but you wouldn't hear don't go breaking my heart. Yeah. No, they you weren't hear gonna, that over on Y ninety eight, right? Yeah, or KHTR <laughs> yeah. or whatever the top forty station was at the time. You, you know, you wouldn't hear Philadelphia Freedom or Pinball sure. Wizard, or you know, in the same way when Rod Stewart tried to replicate that, like Casey wouldn't play. Do you think I'm sexy? Yeah, no. But they'd play all the other stuff, yeah. right? And so, like, he was kind of the first artist to really like. I could be a rock Crossover. guy and a top forty guy, and it's okay. And he did it. He did and did. So like the the last thing this movie. Oh, and the is other the, thing I really like about this is that he's alive. I love that they can tell these nice. stories when someone's alive. <laughs> right. It's just they always How make these. Do we get they always dead? make these biopics about these right. these rockers and whether it's you know it doesn't matter if it's uh, Freddie Mercury or Kurt Cobain or you know whoever they try to make oh, this last, about. That last day's movie is garbage. Yeah. But yeah. it's just like oh they made one where the person alive can see it and and help with the story because it's yeah, there right. and not do it and obviously this one didn't seem like it was a totally but sometimes self- having the artist there is I a know. bad thing because well, they want to wanna whitewash that's everything. That's why like a queen. And and kudos to him and I'm sure there are stories he didn't want told and yeah, they weren't yeah. told. Well this but, is exactly what I was just about to say yeah. is my point. It didn't seem like he took over total like right. censoring control of the story. He told it to what seemed authentically because yeah. the rough stuff was in there. Right. Yeah, there there are times in this movie where Elton John doesn't look so good. No, oh. when he's all hopped up and he dismisses Bernie and everything, yeah. that's the point where it's like, yeah. you're a jerk, dude, because Bernie's so nice and, and I, so I also think, you know, and we didn't talk about this tons, but this is almost as much a Bernie Taupin bio pick it is as it is an Elton John I didn't know how main of a character he was going to be yeah and he's and which I'm really glad because Elton John and clearly Elton John feels this way too would not be Elton John without Bernie Taupin see that's the other thing that's the great part is this is an Elton John movie and they didn't hide the fact that Bernie wrote all those songs you know one of the scenes it was a small scene but I but I really loved the fact that it's like the whole time you're watching Bernie Taupin kind of like 
peek around the edges as he's yeah. on tour and you and you can kind of see he's like like oh you're the face of all this yeah. he says you he, they, you're, you're you know like i'm writing the songs or at least writing the lyrics and and you're the one who everybody knows yeah. and you're the it's famous that, one and 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 there's that moment where yeah. Elton John turns to him, and Elton John is jealous of Bernie Taupin because he's like, "You get to walk yeah. the street, right? Like you you get to have your privacy, and, and you get y- the reward of all the money and yeah, stuff. But, but you- you're still making the money. Now he doesn't get probably the performance sure, money, sure. which is a lot. But the but he world- can live a lifestyle that is very <laughs> yeah, comfortable. and he's also not living probably living quite as lavish a lifestyle probably as Elton John. Right. I, li- I do like the they're in the 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 record exec's office. And they're, they're try- trying to make they're Bernie trying to get face. Bernie, Bernie to sing. And he was like, no, 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 no. Like, He's this is guy, yeah. this is the guy you want. Like, I can't do what he right. does. And then I do like where Ellen's like, fuck it. I'll just walk away with these songs. And the guy's like, whoa, 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 whoa. Like, right. I didn't mean that. I'm yeah. Let's not scene. go crazy. Yeah, right. Yeah. So the last scene of this movie is uh, we're back in rehab. We find out that this wasn't an AE meeting. It was actually re- like yeah. group therapy in rehab. And he's confronted with all of his demons. He's Did confronted. Did he leave a sold out concert to go to rehab? I've never heard that story. By I feel that's like a crazy implication. I don't think that I that's feel like first that's of all your fans. Heard. I mean, I, I yeah. know it was for him or whatever, but I mean, when you have a stadium and then you have to re, you you piss off that many people, yeah, and then you but have to you refund know, that's them all. that's part of how their addictions get so bad is they won't do that sometimes. Yeah. Yeah. You know, and the dr- and the drug usage but ramps it's like, up. You can go when you're right on. after. I just mean to leave in the beginning of a concert. Yeah, I, <laughs> you know, but also don't forget, you know, Chris Cornell killed himself like three hours after yeah. a concert. Chester yeah. Bennington's the same way. Yeah, I mean, and and I mean, I remember doing a Stone Temple Pilot show got got canceled because Scott Weiland had to go to rehab and. And like, yeah, that's, you know, it, okay. that didn't work. But like, if it should have, like, I, you know what yeah. I mean? Like, like, no, I mean, that's good for him doing yeah. it. I just was like, wow, but, did he really? But I don't know that that's true. That might have <laughs> yeah. been a, dr- a little dramatization. <laughs> yeah, it been, there. Yeah. So, but yeah, he's confronted with all of his demons. Well, especially because he put on all that costume and everything already. Like, <laughs> go before you put all, do all the makeup and the costume. Right. He's confronted by Bernie. He's confronted by uh, Richard Madden's character, his mom, his That dad. was cool in rehab. Yeah. All yeah. the people that they all did not show him the love that he was looking for. And then the little, the little, little elton walks out and they have this moment he was like are you gonna and you know the well he says aren't you aren't you gonna hug me? aren't you gonna hug me oh i yeah. thought he said aren't you or what happened to his real name because little elton oh is still they say that too yeah. he's like the main line is like yeah. aren't you gonna hug me and of course and they then, embrace yeah and then uh bernie they had this bernie and elton have this moment where they're sitting on the park bench he's like you know if you're ready like I got some stuff and he was like I don't know if I'm there yet and so Bernie gets up to leave and he hands Elton an envelope that looks just like the envelope that he got in the, the very first be- one in the yeah. very beginning of the movie and what was they, the song I'm still uh, standing. I'm still standing okay yeah, and and that they, was I could I could read the lyrics. Yeah, so I knew yeah. that song was because I know the I I really that's, like that, that I think song. That's my favorite of his and, songs. And I wouldn't go that far, but I really like yeah, the song. I, I, uh, a funeral for a friend, probably that's a good for me. song. But I could see the lyrics, and I yeah, was like, yeah. "Oh, we're gonna do I'm still standing," cool. I, which, I, is, I was, which makes sense, and it, it's very appropriate. But and it's also sends you out on an upbeat number. It does, and yeah. I that was song's great. they recreate the video like shot for <laughs> that shot, was fantastic. Shot well, because for it, shot. well, because it was the video. I think yeah. he was no, implanted no, no. in. No, no, no. All those re- backup people you don't think were really I because that I don't know because he stood out. He looked clean, okay. even though they did oh, a little fuzzy yeah. film. Thing I didn't on look at it that closely. I could tell that he was so high def but yeah. like fake static or you know what I mean fake yeah. film grained and they were real footage right. I'm, I'm 95% okay. positive yeah. Yeah, I, I wanted to go watch the video because I'm like I think they put him in front of the they, real maybe real they album. did yeah. maybe they, they just did, did it weird, just because yeah. the difference they would have looked the same if yeah. if it was recreated yeah. so that's why I think it was so authentic because it was the <laughs> 80s people but yeah and, you get a little, nice little rundown that uh, 
Bernie and Elton are still working still together. Still friends. Haven't still. had a fight. Yeah. I guess when whatever. Elton yells at you, it's not a fight because you fight. didn't yell back, right? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I was thinking about right, it. Right, right, never yeah. had a fight. Yeah, he never like, got mad. He, But he didn't get mad at him. He kind of, I think, if, at least the movie portrays it, that he kind of always understood he's, his stress level. You know, stress Elton level. apologized to Bernie in that same scene. Right. He walked away and then he's like, wait. And he's like, I'm sorry. And he's he like, goes, I know. Yeah. So yeah. Bernie he knew that understood it wasn't him. him. Yeah. That's yeah. I mean that happens to us in real life, you know, with people it, it on the show. Well, yeah. it may happen here, it can happen anywhere. <laughs> but where you know when people are angry and they say things they don't mean. I mean, this is just life where yeah. it's like they take things out on whoever's the closest to them and you know it's not personal. I mean, you got if you, t- you can't take that stuff personal yeah. when no. people are going through crap. Yeah, it's I like totally get it. They got their stuff going on, let them do their little thing and they'll come back and it'll be fine. Right. I think Kevin's trying to apologize to us. I think that's what's happening right <laughs> now. No, I was waiting for an apology, oh. but continue on. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah, and then you get a uh, you know Elton is married and he's got two sons and so he's he's living he's been sober for twenty eight years which is fantastic still got a problem with shopping though still got, I, that was I like funny. that, that, that was, line. that was nice so, so, so why did he, we didn't mention so he got married was that like a fake cover up marriage well, to a woman or what I was, don't know there was a period where he was saying he was bi and yeah. I I and so like I don't know if it was part of that I or, didn't know because I don't yeah. know the history enough either I didn't yeah. know if it was a yeah, I mean, like because they slept Mercury, in separate rooms and I stuff. think he thought it would like calm him down. Yeah, like it was like like, Freddie got married. Yeah, I mean, did he really care for her? And then it was because they were in separate rooms. And I think he cared for her because I, I, I. yeah, I mean, I think he cared for her. He just didn't want to have sex with her. Yeah. Right, but that's, yeah. was, but that's what I mean. Was it a calculated decision? Like, I do care about this person, and it will make some kind of... Because they just don't go into it. Right. They get married, they, and yeah, they, the they, next thing they get divorced. Yeah. I think they do both, because there is that scene in the car where Richard Madden's like, we got to get you a girlfriend. Yeah. Because we don't, we don't want them Yeah, that, and that's what I was thinking. It's a cover-up that, that yeah. he found, and but yeah. also, you know, so... I mean, it's yeah. different. I think Freddie and, and Mary had a different connection then you know what i mean like that yeah. was a deeper connection that they play on where in this one it was you, she's in the scene for you know what five minutes tops yeah. no i mean they she's at a recording studio and then they get married the next scene and the next scene they're, they're coming divorced. out of their separate bedrooms and they get divorced right because in the next and scene she, it's actually she does the same thing where he's he pours like half a cup of vodka and then fills oh. it with orange juice and he says right i'm sorry morning. and she goes yeah. i know yeah, right in the morning. Yeah. The just first thing he has to wake up and drink a half a full half tall a, cup of vodka. A, yeah, half a glass of yeah. vodka. And I mean, there orange. was orange juice in there. Kudos to him for was putting there? the orange juice in there. <laughs> a little splash to make splash it. Splash yeah. of orange juice. Take the edge off, I guess. But this was great. I I, yeah, I, I I can't say that I didn't like it. I enjoyed it. I enjoyed the songs. I, I was, you know, I yeah. I don't have the affinity for it, but I I don't I didn't not like you like wouldn't it. watch it again. Probably not. No. No. Unless, unless like the boss was like, I want to see that movie. I was like, well, I guess I'm watching it again. Yeah, because I I had to go to fit it in for the recording because we're recording earlier than usual. I had to go. Well, Katie was at work, but I she would really like it. Like I think I'll take her to see it again. I thought this was good enough to where I the music's so strong and the performances are so good. Where like I could watch Mamma Mia over and over again. It's just those jukebox musicals. It's like you've got the great music, right? There, and if it's fun, you've already you already know that part works. Yeah. you're halfway there. Right. Like, yeah. like right. would you watch this again? Yeah, I would watch yeah, this again. I yeah, so. I, I I enjoyed this. I thought this was yeah. really well done, and I think it was written to be taken to, to Broadway. It's it's. I, I was oh, going to say for sure. I, was, yeah. I mean, it is. I mean, it's just like Mama or the Me. West End. Yeah, you could yeah. do this on Broadway. The only thing I worry about now, this was so unique and so good, is how many other musical biopics we're going to get musical. Yeah, you know. Oh yeah, that, you know someone's going to try to replicate this. Absolutely. And well, I guess we'll have to wait and see how it does at the box office, but most likely someone is going yeah. to try to replicate this because it was it was extraordinarily well. Yeah. Done, yeah. So yeah. 
Can we so, get let's get the Metallica one? <laughs> uh, so or Nirvana. So oh. I guess let's uh I guess that's it for this one. Let's go around the table and everyone can say where to find them. This is Joe. You can follow me on the Twitter at Joey Butts, B-U-T-T-S twenty one. This is Kevin. Follow me on Twitter at Kevin R. Brackett. And this is Tom. You can follow me on Twitter at Roger Kubert or on Facebook at Facebook.com slash Tom O'Keefe. If you want to find the show online, you can do that at Facebook.com slash real spoilers. While you're there, uh, join the League of Show Shares and of course uh uh, check out our Patreon account at patreon.com slash real spoiler. So that's it for this one. Coming up with the next one, we will tackle Maw. Ma. So until then, Buddy plays the Apollo. I'm a rocket man. Rocket man. Burning out his fumes out here alone. I think it's going to be a long, long time. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.